Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Man there trying to stop Trump from getting himself into further trouble. That's not a bad ball for Pelle on the right side. It's Carlos Alberto. I want a great goal that one. Carlos Alberto. Maradona just walked away from Huddle then. to the third episode of the Scoreless Thriller podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm joined as always by Leon. Leon, how are you doing? So happy to be here again. I'm doing fine. And we have a new signing on the podcast. <laughs> We're making his debut. Colbin, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm Colbin. Um, I'm Scottish. I, uh, when I used to play football, I would play as a left back and sometimes a reluctant goalkeeper. Mm. Now, in, in professional football, usually when a player makes a debut, the commentator will like make comments like, you know, he'll want to start from a safe footing, you know, no early mistakes. Is that how you're approaching this podcast, or are you going full in, two-footed from the off? No, I'm definitely a, a one-footed player uh, trying to avoid slide tackles. <laughs> getting sent off early. Don't want to get sent off early. it safe. Okay, interesting. Okay, so this week, this week on the podcast, we're going all the way back to 2010 to the 2010 World Cup in South Africa, where we're going to talk about the World Cup quarterfinal game between Uruguay and Ghana. Now, Leon, do you have any memories of watching this game live? I back in- don't actually remember. Yes. I thought about this a lot um, prior to this podcast, but I don't think I quite remember it. I remember the whole World Cup very vividly because Germany was actually playing quite well. But other than that, nah, it, I don't remember. Yeah. I'm the- what about you, Colin? Yeah, I think I can remember being uh, actually in, in the airport in San Francisco on my way to Scotland, mm. and it was uh, something to do. We were watching it in the in a restaurant, and my mum got very very aggravated. I remember that being a specific memory <laughs> of that World Cup. 
<laughs> yeah, as well as well. Who was she rooting for Ghana? Oh, definitely rooting for Ghana. She like she loves an underdog. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, who doesn't? Mm. Yeah, of course. That's my default option. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like I don't have any stakes in it. I always go for the underdog. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's kind of why this game has kind of got this kind of infamous status for it. Like, I, th- I don't think if the roles had been reversed in any of the things that, was ha- that we're going to discuss, that it would be as viewed as kind of so contentious that, you know, because it's the first World Cup in Africa. So everyone was kind of very desperate to for an African team to do well. Yeah, and you had this pan-African partisanship, mm. right? Also, the lots of countries within Africa were rooting for the Ghanaians to... Yeah, Make exactly. It. And it, it was the, the last African team still in the tournament. And, you know, everyone was kind of desperate for, for Ghana to, you know, be the first African team that reached the semifinals and kind of go beyond the quarterfinal step. Yeah. But before we go further into the, into the topic, I have a quick uh, World Cup 2010 teaser question for you both. Are you ready for this, oh, for this little mystery question? Okay. Yeah. So the question is, who was the only unbeaten team in the 2010 World Cup? The only unbeaten team? Yes, there was, there was one team that went the entire tournament unbeaten. Which one was it? So they must have had three draws. In the group phase, only drawing matches or something. Yeah, what is that? Three oh. draws, three points? Yeah, you're out. But then again, I can't, I can't remember. <laughs> oh. The, the, the country is, it, is this is this the right am i on the right track though? yeah you are yeah. you are on the right track yeah. um it's a country which is more famous for their sporting prowess and a different sport uh do they do they have a very uh, well-known uh, outfit that they play in oh yeah just reverse it <laughs> 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 sorry i don't know if I remember, I don't, it's just, it's like a random i'm not sure if you've ever been to a pub quiz but not usually the people being asked, yeah, get well, up and start you know, asking the quiz master. Yeah, you sometimes need a little helping hand, though. Yeah. Um, famous for their sport, sporting prowess in a different sport. Yes, uh, it's so broad, though. Well, I mean, it needs to be. I can't, like, name no, the no, sport. No, if fine. I name the sport, it will give it immediately it's, away. It's fine. It's fine. Well, mm, I couldn't say, honestly. I couldn't say. If you had to get. I think you were on the right track, though. You were. Something I, I about had, the, I had the a, outfit. I Go had, back to the outfit. The outfit. <laughs> Someone plays in a particular outfit. That would be the the Kiwis. The Kiwis are known. Their name of their team is after that outfit. That is that is correct. New Zealand were the only unbeaten team at the end of the 2010 World Cup. A mini kudos to you. uh, A mini, as we say in Ireland, the bullet bus. (laughs) Bullet bus to you. It was a bit of teamwork though. (laughs) Okay, well, teaming teaming up on Alex. Still, I think the quiz ends with one nil to Colvin, but. Yeah, because the the New Zealand football team are play uh, the all whites. They wear all ah, white kits. I didn't remember that. That yes. was lucky. <laughs> mm. so they they went out in the group. But groups. who was on your mind then, with the outfits? Oh, then. Yeah, them. Okay. Okay. I thought yeah. I thought you know they could scrap a a nothing nothing or yeah, so a they, one all. Let me. I'll go through their results. So they started the the their World Cup campaign with a with a one all draw against Slovakia. Wow. With the a la, with I think a last minute equalizer, and then they drew one one with Italy, and then went out with a nil nil draw to Paraguay. Huh. So they actually they they finished third in a group which included Italy. Italy came bottom with two points. <laughs> wow. so, not, not too shabby. So New Zealand, the football powerhouse, <laughs> yeah, taking over from uh, oh. from Italy. Um, shame they went out. Yeah, shame it is. Hello, this is Alex here from the Scoreless Thriller podcast. 
If you've enjoyed the podcast so far, please give us a like on Facebook at Discord Thriller Podcast, or else follow us on Twitter. And remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app to keep up to date with our coming podcasts. Now, enjoy the show. So, and also, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about, there was a couple of other kind of controversies to do with the 2010 World Cup, as a, including, apart from this, just this, just this game. Yeah. So I think initially um, there's also a lot of stuff which has come to light, which is kind of painted a little bit iffy about South Africa being the host, being the host for yeah. the tournament. I mean the whole the whole selection process was kind of dubious. Um, I think it was already prior to the tournament and prior to the selection process, which it was sure that it would be an African country. Yeah. Because FIFA had this idea that they dropped again later that it should just switch around. <laughs> I think, I think if they introduced it for one bidding process, they will <laughs> have it for the one. We've got to have it in one confederation. Nah. <laughs> and then they gave up on it. Yeah. But so I mean, I think at the end it came down to like a, a, a fight between. Uh, South Africa and Morocco. Yeah, um, and Egypt. And well. Egypt, oh true, yeah, yeah, Egypt was in there as well. Um, and so eventually, I mean, as we know, uh, South Africa got to be the host of the tournament, but it uh, turned out afterwards that some FIFA officials uh, got a fair amount mm. of, of money to make the right <laughs> yeah. pick, um, which they actually also afterwards um, actually confirmed. So, yeah, there's yeah. there's Mr. Jack Warner from the exactly from the in the Caribbean is uh, <laughs> yeah very ten ten million sweet sweet dollars. There's a I think there's a lot of FIFA stuff related to him with like ticket scams and everything as well. And also the um the the actual ball is kind of infamous from this yeah. <laughs> from this World Cup. The 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 Jabulani Jabulani ball, which I when I was doing some research for this tournament, I watched. Every single goal in the in the World Cup from 2010 in this 18 minute video, which had like, you know, you you've got to soundtrack these videos. So there's always I knew there'd be waka waka. Yeah, you know, it's gonna start off. Oh, that's, that's my question. Yes, that was you know start off with that one. So okay, that's gonna be good. I wonder what's gonna be the next one. Okay, Knan, waving flag. Remember yeah. this one. This is good. And then I think the guy who made the video realized there's only two songs <laughs> that I know from this World Cup, and I have an 18 minute video. Which will I put in? And then it was just like Akon, so, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember Akon being a major part of this not World at Cup. All, not at all. But just three Akon songs was into the was the soundtrack this video. But anyway, so what what I noticed a lot from this World Cup was there was of all the goals there was a lot of sort of speculative long range shots which I felt like the keeper should be saving quite easily. And they, for whatever happened, for whatever was happening, they were spooking the goalkeeper, and they ended up like spilling them in front of them and a lot of sort of like rebound goals which I don't think you really recognize seeing that often. Iker Casillas dis- dis- described it as rotten. <laughs> Buffon, you know, was a bit more... kind of a weird way of describing Yeah, it's a rotten football. What does it mean? It's a, it's a rotten football. It's a rotten football. <laughs> but uh, Buffon was, he just described it as unpredictable. Yeah. And then um, Julio Cesar of Brazil suggested that he would be able to buy a better football in a supermarket <laughs> which I think I think it's I think it's kind of I think the image of it was that it was it flew a bit like a beach ball yeah. have you ever played with those sort of like just inflatable balls that you play at the beach they yeah. kind of just like float up yeah. and they sort of spin in different directions but that's the dream of everyone's like amateur player 
free kick, right? Yeah. You want to put the ball to have no drill whatsoever, so no spin. Mm. So to just kick it, and then it will. I don't know how to call it in English actually. In yeah, German, like it's flutter, but what's 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 the term for it? When it just flutter, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and apparently with this ball, it's awfully yeah. easy. You, wanna, you just you, had to kick it anyway. You want to do the sort of like. Well, I mean, that's like the whole thing with like the Ronaldo free kick when he just started was that he he hits the at the um. The nozzle where like where you where you inflate it and if you hit it there then it kind of can fly up all the place all over the place and it's kind of not very predictable in which yeah, direction yeah. it's going when to it spin. Has no spin yeah exactly yeah. but yeah, apparently a whole ball <laughs> <laughs> but it's it, this i think this is the, the apparently the problem with the jabulani ball was they managed to create a football which was two rounds <laughs> which i just love that sentence i just love it that it's, you know this this the, this headline on this news article about it it says jabulani ball too perfect to fly straight. Yeah, scientists. This ball is too round. Why did they only ask the scientists after the tournament? Right? They could have well, found out a lot I, earlier. Yeah, well, I, I mean, Adidas <laughs> did defend themselves. They were like, this is a football. They're like, it's a perfectly round football. Adidas defended its product saying, there are strict FIFA guidelines on the ball. Weight, size, bounce, depending on what the temperature is. Not only does our ball fulfill all these condi- conditions, but in fact, they go beyond them. Ooh. They went beyond the conditions. Con- con- these are the conditions on how much <laughs> it can bounce. Way, <laughs> but it bounces way better. Yeah, way beyond the perfect weight. Okay. Okay, man. <laughs> So uh, we waffled on a bit about everything here, yeah. but um, let's let's get back to the task at hand. So um, Ghana came into this quarterfinal with a extra time victory over the United States, whereas whereas Uruguay beat South Korea in the in the last sixteen, and then and before then Uruguay had come 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 top of a group with Mexico, South Africa, and France. This is also the infamous World Cup where. France, after cheating Ireland of a, of a, out of their place at the World Cup, they went on strike and they they went on strike against their coach Raymond Dominic and refused to get off the bus yeah. for for training. Yeah. So they they did not have a very good tournament. They finished bottom. Yeah. Patrick Evra blamed the Rubiales though. He said they were just way too loud. So the team so they drove them mad. <laughs> Yeah, you blame the Rubuzelas, which is Rubuzelas, ridiculous. Yes, they okay. definitely were on strike. <laughs> <laughs> is, yeah, I think yeah, I think Nick, Nicholas and El- Elka got sent home half at half time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in one of France's games. The, the, the drama was there. Yeah, yeah. Just, if you think about it, it's quite remarkable how so France won the 1998 World yeah. Cup, 2002 absolute disaster, got knocked out in the group stage, lost to Senegal, 2006 yeah. reached the final. Then 2010, this <laughs> go on strike. The dialectics of France. Yeah, and, you know, some some kind of metaphor about the French psyche or something. <laughs> but um, yeah, so and Ghana, on the other hand, came second in the group, including Germany, Australia, and Serbia. They they got through because Australia had much worse goal difference than than Ghana did. Yeah, and then so this set them up for a quarter final. Um. In Soccer City, which is probably my favorite football stadium name of all time. Soccer City. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's 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 so on the nose, you know, like soccer is here, like yeah. that you think it should be bad, but it's just like, no, Soccer City. This is where I want to watch my football. And it's so concise. It's yeah, just to the point. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what happens. This is soccer where you, this is, is a city. This, this is where you go. find World Cup games. 
So after the after the short break, we're going to go through um, go through the action of the game, go through what happened in the quarterfinal, which all leads up to the dramatic action in the 120th minute. Hay mano, penal. Sí, 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 Hay penal. Y expulsión. Hay penal en la hora y expulsión. No, increíble. Expulsado Suárez. Expulsado Suárez. Increíble. Ya Vos está... sabés que hay una mano, Carlito. Hay una mano en la línea que despeja la pelota. Una... Le va a pegar. Y llorando. Va a guiar. Lo erró. Lo erró. Lo erró. Lo erró. Guiari terminó. Uruguay. Uruguay. Permítame. Uruguay carajo, sí señor, Uruguay carajo, lo erró bien, y era Opsa y de a Pia Esteban, era Opsa y quién de Pia, era Opsa y del 10, te digo que era Opsa y del 10 cuando vino el tiro libre. Yo te voy a decir una cosa, después discutimos lo que quiera. Welcome back to the podcast after our little break. So, the game starts, and I think the first 20 minutes... Uruguay seem to dominate. I think the first half is kind of if you break it in, down into two halves. The first half is much more, much more Uruguay. It's it? just the angry humming of the music. <laughs> <laughs> it is. More, it is also last twenty minutes. Come on. Yeah, it is yeah. actually incredible about the Boobzellas. Is that you kind of like forget it. You forgot. I forgot about them a little bit. You're like it's a myth, but I'm, I'm sure it's not that bad, right? You know, yeah. it's kind of these things like from the past where you're like, I'm sure it was like emphasized, and then the game starts, and then it's just like. It's oh, just constant. That's, that's it's just, this, like. this is what it was <laughs> yeah. like. It's tiring as a supporter, let alone as a player. It just, mm. yeah, it tired me out. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but, 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 but would you make them like? Would you forbid the people to bring them into the stadium? I mean, it'd be a hard argument to like say. Like them. I... <laughs> break them. Or they Have a squad going around yeah. uh, breaking Bubuzelas. Well, I mean, yeah, maybe. I don't. I'm not a big fan. You're not a big fan. I like but, a, but, uh, yeah, a classic clap or a, a song, yeah, yeah, something but, you can get behind. But but you do remember the World Cup also yeah. for the Vibrazelas, right? Yeah. Immediately it's something that, that stands out. But I feel like maybe you might remember maybe some chants or like some more dancing or more singing yeah. or like other stuff to do with the match day experience. Like the, if there was uh, like, the Iceland woo. Yeah. yeah, the hand clip, which everyone yeah. copied, which is now which is yeah. so yeah, bad. It's so great. Motherland does it. But still, I Scott. think I would make the case for the Brazilians. Like just, okay. just, just for the sake of it. Why not have them? I yeah. would have liked it if they had like coordinated like songs with it, just like they're tooting like along, oh. rather than just like a constant drill. That would be that would have been more fun, I think. I think at least like it would have broken the drone. That would be more fun if it went on throughout the whole match. I think it would be even more annoying. Yeah, I, if it would be choreographed like throughout the match, oh, it would be grim. The yeah, arm. the whole the whole like point yeah. of it is that like it's, like it's, it's just a wall of sounds. <laughs> ninety minutes, and in this case, ninety minutes plus. More, but you did, get to yeah. It. But you did make a good point when we were watching it. Like, what percentage of the people in the stadium are making the noise of the boobies? Yeah, right? Is yeah. it is it half the stadium? It's probably like it's is it like ten percent or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which are like, making the noise I for mean, yeah, for eighty thousand people. They like uh, they, they they the decibel is a hundred and twenty um, that comes out of the boobies when you stand one meter next to it. So it's quite a lot. It's like the the, the so, sound that you'll have in a rock, at a rock concert. So, or yeah, a fighter jet. It's what they always com- compare sounds to. It's like fighter jet. Yeah. 
<laughs> Sexy ASMR. <laughs> you would need 100 ASMR artists to make the same noise as one boobazilla. <laughs> So, so the game starts, and I think the first kind of bit of action or a bit of stuff I have in my notes is uh, Kingston makes a save from this corner with his face, yeah, (laughs) off the chest of his teammate as well. (laughs) But uh, yeah, interesting fact about Kingston, which they mention in commentary, was he was Wigan's fourth choice goalkeeper. Oh, at the time. Can only imagine number three, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For all the non-British or Irish guys, like, Wigan is... Wigan Athletic. I know, I know. I mean, they were, I know they now, were but... The... Okay, at the time, they were in the Premier League, but, like, very, like, at the bottom of the Premier League. Like, perennial, sort of, great escape from relegation artists. Kingston is... He saves again, I think, in the 25th minute. Yeah. Well, we see our uh, our lovely uh, pantomime villain uh, Suarez uh, grabbing his head already in the twenty second minute, mm. accusing the oh yeah that was so of, dramatic yeah yeah he gets a wee shove in the back and he's already falling about uh, grabbing his head he's uh, he's, he does that pretty repeatedly as, as we go <laughs> as you will see he's, he's yeah, not he's, happy he's, he's very like central to the action <laughs> like even at this stage he's sort of he's very you know he's the, one of the main characters in the in the play of this match. Yeah. And then uh, he looks so sentimental throughout the match, like on the brink, on the verge of, of crying. I think, yeah, I, very, I mean, but, I, but I, that is like the personality as far as that, like he's always on the on the edge, which, <laughs> yeah. I, which I kind of like, which I, I find kind of like very oddly fascinating about him. But yeah, so the kind of the first half, first half of the first half is mostly Uruguay. Yeah. Then in the second half of it, Ghana kind of come back come back into it right yeah yeah and the pace of the game accelerates like yeah. with Ghana joining it it's definitely a better watch than was before but yeah talk 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 to us about how the first goal then so the first goal comes from Montari just before half time yeah exactly uh we even get that told that by the commentator who warns us that uh if they really want to score they're gonna have to do it now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, mysterious. I, I, this so but on this these FIFA ones which I've watched the commentary is, has been like varied from like slightly obvious that it's kind of from the, from like not done live. Yeah. Like I don't think the commentator was in Soccer City that nah. night. I would not. Oh, it feel like it. <laughs> but I felt like the exciting was missing a bit. The excitement was missing a bit from the commentary, wasn't it? Yes. Or was it just the boobazoo? Like, no, I, 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 you know it was missing. It was missing because he wasn't there. So right, right, like, right, right. But yeah, he's he, what is he says right, right. He says he's like this. You know, if they want to take the lead, this is their last chance. Yeah. Oh, he's oh. shot from. <laughs> yeah. This is how it happens. He's shot from thirty yards and gone in. Yeah, which is how it actually happens. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he the ball. Nothing much happens before, and he just shoots at the goal, and then it miraculously goes in. The um, bottom right slot. Bottom right. It wasn't yeah. even hammer. I I wrote down like he hammered it in, but then watching the replay, it was not even that strong. No, wow. and it, I I'm very curious as to why the goalkeeper was did not have enough time to yeah. get to the edge. There was it was not right yeah. in the corner. It was like no, but I think I think he was on the on the wrong foot. He was going towards the right for whatever reason. Yeah. And then yeah, he had to go to the other side. Well, maybe he was just put off by the Jabalani. Yeah, but yeah. even that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then there's also a defender that might be. Like in between yeah. the two of them, might have blocked his vision, so he might have just been a wee bit, a little bit late on it. Mm. 
Um, okay, so Ghana go into halftime, 1-0 up. They've got their goal. I love also how they had, did you notice they had a little sort of like team talk yeah. Yeah. thingy? It was little, really cute. It was very cute and very bonding. You know, we've got the lead now. Let's not let this They were slip. pointing at their heads going, yeah. yeah, stay concentrated, stay concentrated. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I love well, that. The, the universe, you know, when like <laughs> the football, everything's going to go crazy for the football team and there's someone just there like, I'm not going to calm things down. I'm just like, head, head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, okay, so the second half starts then, and then just, you know, 10 minutes into the second half, Ghana have made a big thing, okay, they've got the lead now, we want to kind of work on this, we're going to try and play this out now, and then what happens? Well, uh, <laughs> our, uh, the hero of Uruguay, um, Forlan, gets a, they get a free kick on the outside of the box, and he curves it right into the... Um, maybe not the top right corner, but somewhere on the right-hand side. But uh, the goalkeeper Kingston absolutely fluffs his lines and takes a step. I don't know the... what where he was going. Yeah, he was <laughs> he was going right, and it, like you just you, you can just see it in the replay how it just slow motion. He just kind of moves slightly to the right out yeah. of the position, and then just freezes and sees it go past him, and he tries to jump a bit for it, but it's past him at that point. I, but, I but wonder. Watching it, Alex, you said that it might be the job of Ani yet again. No, because I, what I also think why it could also be could have it definitely was the Jabalani because in the one of the replays after it yeah. where he's kind of going a bit mental about like you know that they've conceded and you can tell he's really frustrated he does this thing with his hands where yeah. he's like it goes like this yeah, and there's like, a little waving around yeah, like a wave. <laughs> if you couldn't see me now <laughs> he goes from like left to right and he's like the ball kind of must have like swerved a little bit yeah, like wobbled yeah. all over the place and I thought I s in the first replay that we saw you can see a bit of that but then the other replays are kind of not hard so good not hard to tell yeah but I do wonder if he like stayed still like you know how in the first half he saved that one with his face <laughs> 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 he might have been able to header this one away as well <laughs> nah, he was going for his hands there was like not enough I'm sure he would show like like preferred a broken nose to that goal at this point yeah uh, you know Mm. Would have been worth it. But so, so Forland's persistence pay, pay, paid out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, they get it. Uruguay were onto something. So yeah, and then um, so the game is level, and then I think I think it's fair to say the second from like the hour mark to the end of the ninety minutes, it's it's a bit tame. There's not a whole lot. Yeah. I don't feel I don't have that many. What no. How do you feel, Colvin? Was there many moments for you? No, there was, an, there was another good moment for uh, Kingston, our, our goalkeeper. He um, gets a back pass in about the 61st minute and um, lets it go straight between his legs. But luckily, he's just off centre of the goal. He's just mm. outside of the goal. So yeah. it goes out for a for a goal kick. I mean, for a corner kick. But it would have been a, a real howler if I he'd think... let that go between. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it's... He also, like, he hits it kind of off his from his right foot onto his standing sort of left leg yeah. and it goes out. Oh, it's, yeah, it's a very awkward moment. It's very awkward. I did, I did kind of think also that like there was maybe a bit of an appeal for a penalty for Kevin Prince where he's kind yeah. of on the top of the left-hand yeah. side. But I think he, it's one of those where he doesn't really do himself any favours with the way he kind of falls. Yeah. He does that kind of like, kind of a little bit, it's a little bit out of date how <laughs> kind of like, you know, my whole body has gone rigid and <laughs> fall to the ground. Yeah. Which yes. that kind of like that quote unquote dive, I don't think it's a dive, but you know, like there's been a contact a bit of contact, I'm gonna go to the ground. It was too dramatic. It's yeah. too yeah, yeah, exactly. It doesn't it's it's kind of gone it works against him, whereas I feel like there was there was a bit of contact on his left leg and maybe 
could have been something. But with the, apart from that, there's not really that much. No, no. no. All in all, it's not a very aggressive match either. So no. it's kind of fine. Mm. It trickles out then yeah. until till the 19th minute. Mm. But a bit of, uh, bit of foreshadowing, though, is we do see a lot of uh, interesting handballs by both teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We see uh, there's Ghana gets they get some given some not given but clearly back and forth uh, it's weird it's, we see at least six or seven of them yeah. and maybe more that we didn't we never got a replay so we weren't confident but I count at least six and probably about half half for each team yeah which the is pretty odd the aim of the match important motif yes. <laughs> this one, if it was the name of a play it would be just handball <laughs> or yeah or what. <laughs> We're not on ball. <laughs> Hand of God, Mark Two. Yeah, exactly. So let's go. Let's go into extra time. And the first half, there's not a whole lot. But then the second half of extra time, Ghana are really, really pushing oh, they're it. Going for it. You know, they're, they're active, yeah, they're giving it all they have. They're mm. running up and down the pitch, and they've got chances. Yeah, Stephen I mean, Stephen Apaya in the centre midfield is sort of creating, like driving a lot of possession to the left and the right and it, you're definitely not they're not settling so much for penalties no, I feel like sure. Uruguay are pretty happy enough to like they don't have quite the legs anymore to like sort of play a bit on the yeah. break yeah. maybe wait for a four-lan free kick from somewhere and, then <laughs> <laughs> and it's just inevitably like, this guy. <laughs> yeah just wait for him and I think then two minutes before the end there is a chance from that from the long throw by John Pansel and um, Kevin Prince Boateng just heads wide. Yeah, yeah, and then that's true. you think that could, that could have been the moment that was that was um, that could have been Ghana's moment. But then right on the 120th minute, the they get a free kick on the left hand side. And maybe let's go through but like frame by frame what frame happens next. Okay. It all starts with a free kick, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, it was a foul by Pucci there. Yeah. Um, and then Painter takes it and he kicks it into the penalty area. And then it bounces back and forth a couple of times. Mm -hmm. um, and then it actually gets to Adia. Um, the goal is already kind of awkwardly posed uh, away from goal. So the goal is free and Adia goes in for the header. But then suddenly you see Suarez pushing his hands up in a kind of a volleyball yeah. move. And he volleyballs the ball mm. out of the penalty area and away from goal. Yeah. The, the thing is, there's actually like, there's, a, so there's Suarez on the line. And there's another Uruguay player who also has his He's lunging for it. He also has his arms above his head. So they're yeah. both of them sort of trying to cover the, the goal line for this header. Yeah. This kind of last, which is about two yards out. But one thing that I have always wondered is that, like, did he need to handball it? Because I feel like it's not, it's only yeah. just above his head. I don't know whether it's like, well, I'm, I'm okay, I can't possibly head, header this or it's, I can't be certain that if I get ahead of this, I'm not going to be going to be getting firm enough head on this to get this away. But I think it's kind of awkwardly positioned. Yeah, I think like he's he's, right he's, he's, not, he's not in, he's not on his he's not on his like got firm footing to get, make make nah, a good leap. No, nah, no. Nah. So he's and he also his movements are super quick. So yeah. he, it's a matter of a split second where he has to react, and then he just uses his arms mm. and first pretends like nothing happens. Pretty quickly afterwards, everyone knows. Yeah, this is well. Yeah, well I think, it, and also I think there's like the referee points to the penalty spot for the handball immediately. Yeah, there's yeah. not there's not like a little bit of seconds where he's like, oh shit, it's the 120th minute of a World Cup quarterfinal. Did I see what yeah, I just saw? Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like it's kind it of like crystal clear, spot yeah. on. Now I think 
there's a there's a bit of things like I don't think the Uruguayans were actually you know they're not actually appealing it. What they're doing <laughs> is just sort of delaying, right? Yeah. They're they're making they're building the tension. So you know when they're afterwards like yeah. complaining about it. And Suarez does he does he go to complain as well? I'm not sure. He's like I can't remember. I, yeah. but, but you, I think... you don't see him much. I can't yeah. remember. I think he. I, I think like <laughs> I remember the, <laughs> you He's see him walking deeds, away. Man. Yeah, that, I, that was it. I think you remember. I remember seeing the referee kind of walking away, and I remember he was alone for a wee bit. And yeah. I, I imagine that Suarez would have followed him right mm. afterwards. Because yeah, because you see on the camera, maybe like not that long after the penalty's penalty's been given, he's got like his his short up over his eyes, and he's like down a tunnel on the, down yeah. the side already, having a wee cry already. Running cry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but still, the, still watching out for the penalty though, right? He's waiting. For yeah, to yeah. See he's what he's standing right yeah. at the entrance yeah. of that tunnel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he knows that. Mm. He, by you know, his movement still kept yeah. his team. In but also, the also the noise. The noise when the penalty is given. Like it's 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 louder than when they scored. <laughs> it's louder than when Ghana scored in yeah. the first half. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's Mensa go is like going. Yeah, up, they cheer on the crowd. You know, getting, yeah. like, this yeah. is okay. our moment. Yeah, now. getting the crowd. Which, which I mean, I, I mean, it, like in retrospect, you're like you look silly, but I kind of you you obviously understand it, right? This has been 120 yeah. minutes. We've of got course. the we got the we've got the moment. This is us to, to in take the semi-finals where we just score this yeah. penalty kick. Mm. Yeah, and then it's and then it goes and he doesn't take that long to kind of think about it. Like it's the west the referee whistle, whistles, it's there, and then he's he's already ready on the spot, and he Asamojan runs up to take it, and it's like it's kind of immediately he just smashes it goes just off the top bar and over yeah and then i think also what struck me is the silence afterwards it's it's, it's <laughs> like after he's been treated to two hours of like a yeah yeah, like a, yeah <laughs> an onslaught on your ears of just, the vuvuzela sound and it's just it's like dead silence, dead yeah. silence. Nothing. Almost a relief, but yeah. not really. No, I <laughs> yeah. think you just feel the pain. Yeah, mm. you and also it. see the uh, Uruguay goalkeeper pointing at his at his crossbar, thanking it. He's like, yeah, ah, yeah. He's, he's like, 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 oh, you've done me good, done mate. Me good. <laughs> yeah, but also, and I mean the devastation on the Ghanaian players, like oh. immediately. Like yeah. there's quite a few of them which are like face plant down yeah, in the, in, down on the, the. What it reminded me of when I watched the. The Champions League quarterfinal last year between Ajax and Tottenham, and Tottenham scored that had that comeback where they scored three goals in the second half. Yeah. And Ajax, they uh, Tottenham score in in, in extra t- in added time, and this, so there's still there's still maybe a little bit of time afterwards. But you you see them score, and the entire Ajax team are just dead. They're just gone. You know, completely yeah. on the ground. And I think uh, there's also like a bit about you know with penalty shootouts, people kind of often talk about momentum, right? Which team is happier yeah. to yeah. get to penalty shootouts? Yeah, it's almost it, it almost feels a little bit cruel that like <laughs> having had this you know this pure devastation that Ghana almost have to go through the motions yeah. of having the penalty shootout. Yeah. Also, Asamoah, I remember earlier he he had a little a little injury that took him off the pitch for a little bit, and uh, they were you could do see him signaling with the bench and that, and he he waved them off like no, I want to keep playing. So mm. he like he could have been replaced earlier, and he de- demanded to stay on the pitch. So mm. you know he had that kind of complete uh authority to be there yeah. so it's probably even more devastating that you know mm. you could have imagined that maybe if someone else had taken it it yeah. would have uh, been different you never know mm. so the penalty shootout begins and our friend diego forlan steps up and scores his penalty you know never never a question <laughs> 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 
Yeah. <laughs> who else would it be? And then, I mean, yeah, then Gyan steps up again, right? Which I think is, I think is actually like a bit underplayed, which is like the most, I think the biggest <laughs> moment of the, the biggest moment she of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but we, we, no, we have to jump back one second yeah. because when he misses the 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 the, the first penalty, um, you can actually like like the the, the camera swings back to Suarez for a moment, yeah. and you see him oh. celebrating, right? Like putting his fist up. And that's also something I think think that has to be considered, right? Because yeah. afterwards, a lot of people were kind of going on about yeah. Suarez and whatnot. So for the discussion, yeah. we'll which which I which yeah. I don't get, right? People we'll, talk about like, don't of course he's gonna celebrate. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was definitely a cameraman. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Do, you, do you have to do it publicly? I mean, he was he was kind of on his way out. So. Yeah. No, yeah. We, we're we're gonna discuss we're this. Gonna, this. We're gonna, we can go deep into this. Deep into this controversy. We can practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's this, important this is, bit. This is this is what what happened. Mm. But anyway, so Asamoah steps up to take the first Ghana penalty, and you're thinking, how how is he gonna be like in the frame of mind to take this penalty after what's just happened? And he steps up and scores. And I'm I'm just gonna read a quote because he that he says after um that he said after this thing. You know, they were asking like, how did you step up at um and take this penalty but he does not just score he like yeah. hammers it blasts it <laughs> right corner like takes mm. a real risk with that shot as well righty shot yeah. yeah so he says i decided to shoot, shoot the first penalty because if i didn't that would have been most likely the end of my career i would have retired right then despite the miss i was the expert penalty taker in the team so i told myself things happen and i didn't want to give up wow so brave lad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So rational though. Mm. I'm the best penalty taker. I should do it again. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Even if he, I miss it, I actually yeah. miss. He's not yeah. so rational about his his his, his number though. His... Oh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, apparently he wore the number three because so three is for Asamojan being a striker wears the number three is a bit weird. So as he was asked about it, why do you wear the number three? And apparently he says so. The number three is a is a, a number of power. Yeah. So when people lift up things, they lift them up on the count of three. Which is <laughs> such a good. Point. And when and when people warn someone, you do, you warn them once, you warn them twice, and then on the third time, you react. So the the number three is just you know, yeah. it's, it's the power. So he's good at lifting things and good at warning people. Yeah. <laughs> his, his message to yeah. the world. Mm. Yeah. So how does the rest of the penalty shootout go? How does um, so first, Fallen scores, then Gyan scores, um, and then Uruguay. Do you know which player? It was the number up? six. Victorino. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he 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 actually scores again. Mm. So at this point, we are two one Uruguay. Yeah. And this is when you start hearing the booing as well as the Vuvuzelas. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't hear any booing up to this point, but I guess the crowd really decided to get behind uh, Ghana at this point. Mm. Yeah. So and then. Stephen Apaya scores, so it's level at two-two. You think, okay, so they've, you know, they said like Ghana is still in this. You know, this is surprising. You think before this penalty shootout yeah. starts, it's going to be yeah all over. You know? you they're, see... they're mentally shot, right? Mm. But the, you know, they're still in this. But yeah. you can also see in the faces of the audience that it's just like such an emotional roller. Yeah. yeah, I just saw this one Ghanaian lady who was just had tears and yeah. eyes. Yeah. Just, even at this point, and Apaya also does his job revving the crowd. You can see him going up behind, and he, he also takes a shot in the top right, uh, I mean, top left corner. So it's also uh, a mm. risky penalty shot. Yeah. But then, so Uruguay score the third, and then 
Ghana's captain Mensa steps up, and it's it's a pretty it's probably it's probably the worst penalty that Oof, is in this year. Yeah. It's a rough one. Yeah, it's a rough one. He does a short run up and like two and steps. He, yeah, yeah. Run up. It's not even a run up. Yeah, it's like a go up he's trying to I don't know exactly, but he's trying he's tr- he tries to play it off to his right, the goalkeeper's left, and it's kind of halfway, like maybe a yard from the middle, like sort of hits the goalkeeper in the midriff, and it's yeah, it's poor. And you think, okay, that's probably that's probably it. But then. The story takes another end when Pereira steps up for Uruguay and he blares it miles <laughs> over the bar. Absolutely skies it. <laughs> now the, on top of yeah, the ball. Man, it's, just... uh, maybe it was the Jabalani. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Adaya steps up to take uh, Ghana's fourth penalty and he misses again. Which was the guy who headed the ball yes. already before the end of the 19 minutes, where mm. then his header was volleyballed it out, handed yeah. off the line. Yeah. yeah, yeah, young. I think he was 20 years old at the time, and he'd been successful with the under 20s. And they just, I don't, I don't think he had a single start in that tournament. Mm. But yeah, must have been devastating. It's sort of a wild card. Yeah, and then and then so play too well. yeah, <laughs> but now he and also he now plays in the Thai second <laughs> division. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, so. Um, yeah, his career maybe could have taken a different turn. You never know. And then, so with the final penalty, Uruguay's Abreu steps up with who? Abreu has the sort of incredible hair, long greasy hair. One yeah. Might say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So of that era, it's the the haircut you used to see, but maybe uh, you've got the sleek messies with the shorter yeah. shorter haircuts these days. <laughs> yes. Of an era. So he steps up and he. He of course he penenkas it right down the middle, oh, right down so the middle. cheeky, so I mean just right into the heart. Yeah, and immediately it's just oh, like Ghana. devastation on yeah. on the Ghanaian players, and then and the Uruguay players are going wild, and also in the celebrations. <laughs> I'm not sure. Suarez what... is back. Suarez, the man is back. Back on Suarez some someone's back. shoulders. Back from the dead. All fresh and up. And he jumps onto the shoulders of his teammates. Mm. And he's uh, fist pumping and, and yeah, doing it all. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he's all over the place. You know, he's the hero and I you know yeah. kind of I think that's kind of obvious. Um even Grant said afterwards, like I would say Suarez is a hero now in his own country because the ball was going in and he held it with mm. his hands yeah and I think also it should be mentioned you know um, John Pansel, um he on the other hand said which I'm not really sure I believe so I think John yeah. kind of said is kind of pretty much saying you know in the same situation I would have done the same right I yeah. would have stopped I would have stopped it with my hands as well if it meant my country made it to the semi-final yeah. Pansel says uh, in the same situation there is no chance the Ghana players would have used our hand in any case, we, we would have made sure we would clear the ball with our head. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they would have. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And I think now is probably the good point to kind of to discuss in depth, you know, because this we should also point out, like, the coverage after this incident, it's extreme in, you know. Yeah. And Suarez kind of now is... is, is it's at this point in his career, he kind of... Now, this is, like, the one of the main first incidents which kind of starts painting him as the ideal pantomime pantomime villain yeah. for people. I mean the, the the headlines on the newspapers read Cheaty continent crushing <laughs> Uruguay, a real streak of evil <laughs> and an incredible drama, a tale of the bad guys running off into the sunset, chortling at their ill gotten gains. 
Whoa, that's that's pretty mm. damning. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. But his, is. his his quote, I think, is is very good. It's uh, sometimes in training I play goalkeeper. Rubbing it in. Yeah, if there's any uh. more salt, they can bore the wounds. And then he goes on to say, there was no alternative but for me to do that. And when they missed the penalty, I thought, it is a miracle, and we are alive in the tournament. And then, so, and then I think he also, he calls it right, the save of the tournament in, in yeah. another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the save of the tournament. <laughs> the I hand guess, of God now belongs to me, mm. is also another quote attributed to him. I, g- yeah. I guess, but most of the discussions uh, revolved around the, the, the thing of cheating. Yeah. Was, was it, is, 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 is it, it right cheating? to call it cheating? And, and, and if it's cheating, then is it morally wrong? And th- I think I think that that, that yeah. was kind of the gist of the discussion, of the, yeah. the main aspect. What were you going to say? Mm. Is it cheating? Uh, okay, it's, no. Why no, it's not. not I would say cheating. Well, because like using your hands in football is not cheating. Well, I mean, he gets punished though. Yeah, I mean, by the rules of the card. game, he gets the red card, right? Yeah. So, and I think like this, you, the whole point I think is that like, if you ask any other kind of professional footballer. If you you do this block this the ball on the line with your hand for your country to reach yeah. the semi-final, they would of course do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't so think. If, but, if, but if it's if it's a boxing fight and 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 you hit someone in the nuts, then. But that's illegal also, against the rules. Yeah, it is, it, it is illegal, but it's also I mean, using your hands mm. is also illegal and against the rule, right? But yeah. is it just because there's a rule that yeah. that punishes this? Yeah. That it's still not cheating. But I, I, I also that, that's that's kind of the question it, because I would say it's cheating when you hit someone in the nuts when you box. But even if even if there's a rule that punishes you for it, so it's kind of still yeah. within the legal framework. Or right there's yeah. But I'd say a similar situation that's a, a little bit less dramatic, but still in the same kind of genre is when. You know, there's a striker free on goal with one defender chasing them in the last minute, mm. and they just tackle them from behind with no yeah. chance of getting the ball, and they get a red card. And people, people will say like, you know, they save the game. That's professional. That's a professional mm. foul. Yeah. They they risk they take that risk when they do that, and that's part of the game. Mm. Of course, this situation is a lot more dramatic, but yeah, it's I mean, it's no one really claims that is cheating. Yeah, although you never see anyone who kind of. <laughs> jumps at someone with his hands and grabs their legs like in the like in a rugby and, tackle yeah a rugby tackle yeah no, the uh, last year when doozy wilfred saha was breaking and he you know breaks him okay i i, I just kind of barely see it like it's it's a different thing no but it's, but it's, it's more hands. it's more subtle though right you see it but i don't see the difference with it you're deliberately committing a foul like yeah. you know you, yeah. you know you know what you're doing is against the rules but people you know People, you know, see that like top teams, you need to like Manchester City, the biggest sort of culprit for this of teams yeah. that like the other team gets the ball, immediately commit a foul. Don't let them break on you. Like yeah. that and that's viewed as sort of, you know, just kind of professional you know, professional play. I don't really see the difference between that and what Suarez does. I guess we can also So there's no difference between a foul between where, professional. You ta- where, where you tackle someone and when you just take up the ball with your hands. Like, like, imagine to to do the interception, you don't foul anyone, but you just grab the ball and hold it, and then yeah. walk off. Because I, I feel like there's it's 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 more it's yeah. I, it's, I, I it's get more it. in it, your face. It's, it's more, yeah. more exactly. Not, it's more in your face. This is not how football is supposed to be yeah. played. Yeah, I guess it'd be like uh, instead of doing that last second red card tackle, but mm. doing it two footed yeah. would change the the narrative. I guess it's also not a dangerous foul, so I guess that would also yeah. Be yeah. Also yeah. Be but it's, it's it's also like why I kind of find it curious how people get so angry about diving 
when you know when people you know see, when see when somebody sees someone dive on a football match and was get so angry at you know it's such a visceral reaction I can't believe he dived you know but yeah. then like every corner somebody's pulling someone's shirt and then you know that's for me that's just as much sort of quote unquote cheating isn't it you know yeah. it's just it's just because it's more like visceral or more more and there's also like the thing with the thing thing with diving is that pulling someone's shirt is 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 not worse it's 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 the same as diving yeah i don't see the difference i don't see the difference it's a it's a corner and and my marker has has beaten me and and i know and i know if i don't sort of pull him back slightly he's going to have a clear header and headed in i don't see the difference between that and you know this guy's coming storming in I know that if I sort of twist my body a bit, well, I mean, there's, I feel like diving sort of incorporates so much, right? You know, there's like yeah. diving, there's been no contact yeah. and I dive. Or I know if I put my body in a certain way, he's going to hit my foot a little bit. And that, I mean, it's not diving, right? There's contact, but it's still sort of the same thing, right? You know, yeah. I don't see how that is kind of different or why people have this. I think also with diving, it's also people view it as kind of like un unmanly or like on sort of like it's yeah you know it's not kind of like a pure kind of demonstration of the sport you know it's like it's you know you're you're it's dishonorable you're right? compromising yeah. the the nature yeah, of it, yeah the ethics of the sport yeah. but i don't see how again how that's different to like pulling someone at a corner or like doing some the little things that you do to win a free kick or something like that it's all part of the game yeah. i think for me what would it's also an important part of the suarez moment is that I guess part of getting a red card is that the player sent off and usually the, the team derives some kind of benefit from the rest mm. of the game for that red card. Yeah. So that's like the extreme kind of punishment. But in this way, because it's literally the last moment of the game, of course, Suarez is unable to take a take a, a penalty kick in the shootout, but they don't derive that kind of gameplay advantage. They're, obviously, they get the penalty, but the kind of usual consequence of the red card is that kind of like 30 minutes of a man down and you get get more Mm. chances to score and that kind of makes it feel like it's more of a justified punishment but because that never happens it doesn't feel like there's as much at stake with his red card of course there's the penalty but you could also have a penalty from a yellow card so it just doesn't the punishment doesn't escalate with the the perceived nature of the audacity Mm. of the crime yeah but also the handball isn't like it's also what Suarez did it's not I mean it's is it that premeditated right he sees like it's no. in it's in the moment right he's he didn't go out on the pitch of the start to yeah to deliver like, I know how I'm gonna cheat these Ghanaians out yeah. of their plates in the World Cup semi-final he saw it's the last minute the ball's going over his head and it's gonna end their World Cup and yeah. he just you know sticks his hand no, up. I mean in, I in, think in, so, I, in, in that some situation, way yeah. I, I would have done the same in some ways I almost I'm, 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 I almost commend it because I just think it's like so like whew. Because <laughs> yeah, I think it's like I, I'm not sure. In, in, I'm not can. sure in that moment I would have had the presence of mind to do that. You know that I would have thought that but, this but, is but, an but Irishman. But, 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 but would you want to commend someone to dive whenever it's possible in order to win? Because I feel I feel if you take if it, this, if it took Ireland to a World Cup semi final, I mean, yeah, then but, probably. But, 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 then, but then but then if everyone if if everyone would just try to do it, don't you think that it would make the sport? But it's sport. This is not, you know, this is not. You mean this is politics? This is like, you know, this is drama. This is theater. This is competition, right? You know. Yeah, no, but no, okay, but 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 okay, but if you, I mean, I'm being a little bit contrary. (laughs) This is kind of how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Like diving is pos- is is fine as long it's it's fine when it's I I it's not fine but I don't like have the same like visceral sort of 
this is so angry. I can't believe I have to watch this on football that I feel like a lot of people have. But then yeah. what, what about the biting that Suarez does? I mean, that's not to do that. <laughs> that doesn't give him any kind of competitive advantage, though. It yeah. does, maybe. It distracts the enemy. The Nobody gets the red card. But still, he gets the red card, right? So you could also say, well, within the rules, he's get, he gets suspended uh, for a couple of games. Yeah. I feel like violent conduct, like, like goes into a, yeah, into a different, different right? field. That, yeah, okay, that's, okay. that's, that's, calling, that's agree, causing harm to someone, right? It's it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. you see a horrendous leg mm. break, obviously a bite did not cause the damage of like yeah. a horrendous leg, bre- leg break after mm. a two-footed challenge, but it's still like, it takes it into a different category yeah. for me than, uh, than a no, dive. Yeah, that, that also I brings it into like my point. Like I feel like people have a more visceral reaction sometimes to like diving than they do to like someone who's done like a horrific challenge which could like end someone's career. He got stuck in. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> yeah. mm. Okay, but I think this points this points at the at what I would take away from this. I feel like the the handball was it was justified, right? For the for, yeah. for the te- for the stakes that that it was yeah. at. But um, the only thing that cast like a shadow on all of this maybe might be Suarez's dubious record in general, which I don't. I mean, yeah, which should which which should which should be in the conversation. Huh? Which I don't think is like should be part of the conversation. Like I don't see. No, no, not part of this argument. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no, I completely agree. I just mean like of my sympathies towards Suarez. Yeah. Maybe in my yeah. goodwill that, good that, 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 that I you know give to him. Yeah. In, in, in these kind of situations. But I mean, like, when 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 I see Suarez play against the team that I support, like he's the most aggravating player in the, in the world. <laughs> but if if I'm like kind of a neutral watching it, I kind of admire his capacity. To, he lives on the very very edge of the rules the entire time the yeah. entire time he's on the pitch he's like looking for little things little little pulls of like defenders to get advantage little like you know little nudges and stuff apparently he's constantly talking to defenders like chatting shit exactly i kind of like in some ways admire and sort of sometimes like, also racist apparently well yeah that, that, to yeah <laughs> I, I think yeah i think that's kind of confirmed but um yeah, um, yeah taking that out of the yeah that's true but i'm not but i'm not saying like i like think he's a great person i yeah. just like, kind of admire him as a competitor but, if that makes yeah, sense yeah yeah of course of course but he pushes boundaries yeah right? but that's that's the question then like when when are these boundaries pushed too far and of course as soon as yeah. it's something that personally inflicts on someone's i don't know mm. personal happiness uh, health or, or or i don't know right not to being called racist yeah uh, slurs and stuff then then yeah then that's of course an obvious boundary but then yeah yeah Mm. okay so you just want a team full of diego costas and uh, diego costas (laughs) 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 yeah just to make somehow make an 11 sort of like it's like it's shithouse when your team scores a beautiful goal that is you know aesthetically pleasing aesthetically pleasing um it is a different feeling than when someone dies and then you get the yeah but in some ways and sometimes it's almost like as enjoyable right that you see the rise of like if if arsenal were to be to win the north london derby with a a dive in the last (laughs) or like a handball goal then i think i would get almost as much (laughs) joy off of it yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) just to see like the the pain and anger in the other I don't know, I think maybe that's because you're, you're maybe being German, you actually have a decent oh, national uh, decent uh, national team. <laughs> yeah. I, I know the only yeah. way that Scotland's ever going to win anything is if they do a bit of that shithousery. And, yeah. uh, 
I mean, I don't want to see it. Like, I prefer like the beautiful game of a nice passing yeah, exactly. kind of Arsenal. But if it's on the national level and it means that like my national team's going to do well and they're not a great group of players and they bend the rules to get there. I mean, yeah, you got to be honest. You got to push the envelope sometimes. <laughs> All right, I think we've, you know, got into the exhausted this conversation as much. <laughs> as much as we can. I think I should just also. I think we should sum up by, I I found this interview that Asamoah Gyan did in 2014. So this is four years after the after the World Cup game, and I find this this the kind of like single one of the most kind of heartbreaking things to read that I ever have. Though so he's asked about like, has he ever watched the game back? And he says. Sometimes when I'm alone, I get up and put the DVD on and start watching that game. Probably watched it 20 times until now. I wish the match could happen again because it really hurts me every time when I'm alone. It's something that I can never forget. Poor lad. I just be like, don't do this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Could you imagine how many times he's watched it if that was 2014, another six years? Poor. Mm. Poor lads. But anyway... It's been a pleasure. I think we'll... Ah, thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. What would you... When you had to score a penalty, I think I asked you before, like, you were in his shoes, where would you shoot? Straight down the middle. Yeah. I, if I aim down... Is... If I aim at a corner, I shoot straight down the middle. It's just kind of like... Sorry, <laughs> no, it's, if I was yeah. aiming, it goes down the middle. Really <laughs> <laughs> I think this Irish football journalist has this thing. He's like... Why doesn't the goalkeeper just one time just stay in the middle? Because yeah. the amount of times where it's just like they just like just are just like smashed down the middle. Yeah. But it's also they don't want to look embarrassed that like if uh, they stay in the middle and there's like the goes to the side. They have, they have to have statistics on it. Yeah. We'll do the research. We'll do time. the research next time. But thank you for joining us. Look forward to seeing you next time. Bye bye. Podcast Network.